Hello, this is Dr. Jacqueline with DTP Leadership Group. You've tuned in to Hot Topic Bold Talk, the podcast where we dive into everything that matters today. Join me as we explore the hottest trends and pressing issues with conversations that sizzle and perspectives that heat up. This is Hot Topic Bold Talk, since every chat has something cooking. Let's dive in to today's discussion. Hello, my name is Dr. Jacqueline, and I'm with DTP Leadership Group. This is Hot Topic Bold Talk. This podcast this evening is number 71, and I have a question for you. Do you like chaos and drama in your life, or does it stress you out? If you do not like chaos and drama, then listen to this podcast all the way through, since it will give you a clear picture how to eliminate it. Now, I'm going to take you through many articles briefly this evening, and then we'll show you what is going on in our country. If you do not like chaos, drama, or stress, then listen all the way through, as I mentioned before. It's going to be important to you. So here are some of the facts that I'm going to present, and I will mention a number of media resources. Here's a list that has been repeated many, many, many times by different media resources. I'm going to take Bill Penzi's summary in his Sunday, February 11, 2024, 8.17 a.m. newsletter. He will begin with the ads that companies cleaned up for the Super Bowl. In the run-up to tonight and all the stories about all the ads, the one unifying theme for tonight is that this year, every company has chosen to censor their ads to meet what today's Republicans are expecting from them, every single one of them. As a reminder, Republicans are denying women the fundamental rights to control their body, blocking the teaching of Black history, taking government control of healthcare decisions from parents of transgender children, seeking to end our democracy, denying climate change. And as he goes on to say, in this moment when it's clear Donald Trump has control of the Republican Party and it's, and it's complete control, do we really want to reward those companies self-censoring to help further his agenda. The man is quoting Hitler by name on the campaign stage, and all tonight's advertisers have to say is, this is fine. It's not fine for what he is saying or doing. Then they're us. He's talking about his own company. We aren't going along to get along. Instead, every day, every week, we try our best to find anything to throw in the path of a runaway freight train of fascism the Republican Party has become before it reaches that point where it's truly out of control. What we have to face is, yes, another big civil trial, judgment 
against the former president yesterday on February 16. But it's coming criminal trials where Donald Trump is facing real justice for his crimes if convicted. No U.S. president has ever been charged criminally in our nation's history. Stop ignoring what is going on. Unfortunately, lots of mega Republicans seem to want to elect him. Now, turning the page, I'm going to talk to you about some things that I think are also very important. And you wouldn't want to take the time to read all the things I've done or go into the detail and fully understand what's happening in order to be able to give you these things. So I'm giving you a chance to truly hear what's going on and to be able to do something about it. The Atlantic on February 16, 2024, at 5.21 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, David Graham addresses in his article, Donald Trump's fraudulent ways cost him $355 million. The decision by Justice Arthur Ingeron decision. A New York judge filed Donald Trump $355 million today finding overwhelming evidence that he and his lieutenants at the Trump organization made false statements with the intent to defraud. Justice Ingeron's ruling in the civil fraud case is not fatal for Trump's business empire, but it might be a near-death experience. The fine fell just short of the $370 million that New York Attorney General Letitia James sought. Ingeron also declined to cancel the Trump Organization's license to practice, as he had suggested he might last year. But he barred Trump from serving as an officer of any New York company for three years and his sons for two. Ingeron also ruled that a court-appointed monitor would continue to oversee the company for at least three years. Let's go to the conversations on February 8, 2024, at 1.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In their article, entitled Trump was not king and can be prosecuted for crimes committed while president, Appeals Court Places Limits on Immunity. In a 57-page opinion issued on February 6, 2024, a federal appeals court ruled against former President Donald Trump, declaring that the president is not immune from the criminal prosecution for actions that he took uh, during is uh, being in office. The decision allows the federal prosecution of Trump for attempting to undermine the 2020 election to uh, continue this case. A three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit Court Two appointed by Democratic presidents and one by Republican affirmed the December 1, 
2023 ruling of the district court judge, Tanya Chutkan, in which she said that a former president does not enjoy complete immunity from criminal prosecution for actions taken while in office. The appeals court panel rejected Trump's argument that the structure of the U.S. government and the demands of the presidency necessitated immunity, instead stating that his claims of unbound authority to commit crimes would collapse our system of, a se of separated powers. In their words, President Trump has become a citizen Trump and therefore had only the defenses available to any criminal defendant, not a special immunity privilege unavailable to anyone else. The appeals court judges included a passage from a Supreme Court opinion in their decision. No man in this country is so high that he is above the law. No man in this country is so high that he is above the law. No officer of the law may set that law at defiance with impunity. All the officers of the, go of the, of the government, from the highest to the lowest, are creatures of the law and are bound to obey it. Now, a very detailed report of all the major points that were argued by Trump's uh, lawyer and then rejected by the appeals court judges is in an article by George T. Conway III, entitled, After Airtight Ruling Against Trump. An airtight ruling against Trump is what I want to say. And he states the following. In a masterful opinion, the D.C. court rejected the former president's bid for immunity. In its judgment accommodating its opinion, the appeals court took an additional important step in moving Trump's case to trial. It, it essentially set a deadline of next Monday for Trump to seek relief from the Supreme Court. The Court of Appeals decided that by February 12th, if Trump did not ask the Supreme Court to halt proceedings in the district court, those proceedings should recommence immediately, which means that Trump's lawyers have to take their case to the Supreme Court by filing an application for a stay by next Monday. And the Department of Justice will surely respond almost immediately. What will the Supreme Court do? The strength of today's opinion makes it far more likely that the court will do nothing. Any court, including the Supreme Court, would have a tough time writing a better opinion than the one the D.C. Circuit published today. The best course of action would be for the Supreme Court to deny a stay and to deny review altogether in a matter of days. And that could mean a trial in, in the United States versus Trump no, no later than early summer. That's what a unanimous, airtight opinion can do when three judges stand together. I want you to know who George T. Conway III is. He's a highly respected and a brilliant legal mind. He's not a part of the Atlantic. Uh, magazine. 
He authored this, this article based on his experience and background as a lawyer. He occasionally writes for them. Now, in the week of February 16, 2024, volume 24, they covered this opinion in their uh, article. Appeals Court Rejects Trump's Immunity Claim. It is an important article since both conservative and liberal writers are part of the article. They end the article by stating Biden and Trump are statistically tied in polls. But if Trump is criminally convicted, 51% of poll respondents say they'd back Biden, while 45% could still stick with Trump. One thing's for sure. This is his their quote in the magazine. If he's elected before a conviction, he will squash the prosecutions or seek to pardon himself. And that shows to me how unethical and how he has no right to be president of the United States. February 16, 2024, several news media announced that Donald Trump has privately backed a national abortion ban. The Week in their magazine on February 9, 2024, published an article by Lisa Jarvis from uh, Bloomberg on page 12, which is entitled Force, Forcing Rape Victims to Give Birth. Here are her comments. How can we let this happen? Only 15% of Americans think abortion should be illegal in cases of rape. And yet a new study estimates that rapes have led to almost 65 forced pregnancies in the 14 states that enacted total abortion bans after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade in 2022. The number is to be clear, it is only an estimate because of the stigma that keeps two out of three survivors from reporting their assaults. But despite a public perception that rape-related pregnancy um, is uh, race, previous uh, research has found that 2.9 million America, American women have had one in their lifetime, often as a result of a sexual assault by someone they know. In red states, many Black and Hispanic women and teenagers, teenagers can't afford to go out of state for abortions and now know they and their family face prosecution if they get one in secret. Between April and December 2022, Texas alone registered 9,800 additional births. That's from April to December in 2022 after the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Traumatized women who are forced to give birth to their racist child, racist childs, suffer major physical, mental, and socioeconomic consequences. I know that as a PhD. I've seen it too many times. It re-traumatizes the individual because they, uh, they, they've been raped, and then it's, they are re-traumatized by their own state. They are forced pregnancies that are post-Roe Americas, and we think it is a national shame, as she talks about it, that this ever happened, and it is then that this kind of thing is occurring now. 
in the conclusion, the Republican Party just lost its existence. David Graham, in an article, and I'll go into it in much more detail, Republicans are no longer a political party. They have now become a subsidiary of Donald Trump. Trump announced that he has taken over the Republican National Committee and he has appointed as chair Michael uh, Watley, the chair of the North Carolina uh, GOP, as well as his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, as co-chair, and then a campaign advisor of his, Chris LaSavita, as chief operating officer. Uh, LaSavita will also remain with the Trump uh, political campaign. Splitting time. Now, I think the facts in this podcast, there are numbers of articles I've quoted. There will be many more that I will quote in future ones. Trump has no capacity to appreciate or support our democracy. The chaos, drama, and insanity of things he is saying need to wake us up to the fact that he is unfit to ever be president. And there are many people in the United States that we need to talk to to get them to understand what a detriment he is to our country. Maybe in the future, after Trump is defeated, the true Republican Party can arise again. We must take every action possible by using the facts I'm giving you to elect Biden, eliminate Trump from the political scene. Thank you very much for listening. There you have it. Another episode of Hot Topic Bold Talk is in the books. We journey through today's discussion, uncovering diverse perspectives and shedding light on a very critical matter. A massive thanks to all of you that are my listeners. I really appreciate you and I'm so glad you're a part of this adventure. Feel free to drop your views in the polls and the Q&A section. It's really important for me to hear from you and know how you feel or what you think about my podcast. Gear up for more intriguing discussions in our next episode. Until then, stay connected, stay engaged, and let's keep those conversations buzzing. Thank you.